morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live, episode 440. Oh my God, we've got another unit of 10 to celebrate. Uh, really, really kind of funny. What I wanted to talk with you about today was about how often so many people that I talk to question everything. So what I mean by this is like, if you, I'm sure that you have, hey Kellyanne, I'm sure that you've had these um, these times where it's like, should I do this? Should I do that? And in my head, I was like, should I do this? Or should I do that? You know, that ad that goes along to that song. It makes me just, it's made me kind of like, just kind of like jiggle. Do, 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 do. So, Questioning what you should do is really, really common. Uh, I've had conversations today around pricing, around programs, around delivery, around marketing, around advertising, around all of this kind of stuff. And the big thing I think that's really kind of curious is that the, you know, what we know is that people really look for certainty, right? They're, they're looking for the answers. And I am, uh, you may be very surprised to know, I'm a really huge lover and advocate of structure. And I'm also a really huge advocate of flow and, and, and of being free. And I was just talking with a, a, a very amazing client actually just now, I just got off the phone to her and, and I'd been sharing about how I used to do things and how I do things now. So one of the big things, I think the big overarching lesson, hey Catherine, uh, one of the big overarching um, questions, I suppose, is that should I, should I launch? Should I advertise? Should I promote? How much should I charge? There's a whole lot of shoulds that tend to come up in our vocabulary, right? And to me, like the shoulds are almost like the um, the 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 nemesis of creativity. Yes, Catherine, I know, structure and flow. Really, really surprising, isn't it? Um, and I think, you know, the way that I used to do things was very, um, very systematic, very almost um, regimented isn't, isn't the right word because I've always been creative, um, although I never used to think I was creative. But the way that I've, I've always wondered, the, the way that I'd always done this is like, okay, well, I know that if, in order for me to hit my financial goals, I have to sell X number of things at X number of dollars. And that would also always uh, impact my pricing and the way that I would charge. Um, it, even, um, it's really funny because one of the other things that I, I've done, I've done live events for years and you, you may or may not have seen, I've promoted sales and marketing spy school a lot over the years. Um, visible live doing that over the last uh, 18 months and I guess for me the the way that I when I very first started running those events I remember saying to my mentor oh, how much should I charge and they said well you don't want to charge this but you should probably do this and I was like okay uh, and I think for me a big part of the reason why I always used to charge at a higher price point was because I was scared that not very many people would buy. So I thought, right, if I'm pricing it higher, then I've got people coming in and, I'm, and I'll be able to make money. The other thing that I used to be really concerned with, and this is really funny, I think it's funny. One of the things I used to be really um, con concerned, not concerned is maybe not the right word, but I, I always wanted to make sure that I was pricing myself at a point that was most of the time more expensive than everybody else. 
And part of the thinking around that was from a positioning perspective and, and um, you know, it worked, it was great. It also changed and impacted almost like the, the, the quality of the clients that I had coming through. You know, if you're paying six, seven, eight thousand dollars for a program, then you are more likely to implement. You're going to generally be at a certain place in your thinking. You're more likely to be at a certain place in your knowledge. This used to be my belief. And one of the really interesting things, I was talking to another client yesterday and I said, you know, and, and my husband actually on, on one of our walks, it's like people will live and die for what they believe in. And they will always look for the evidence to support their beliefs, right? So back then I was like, well, you know, if I'm to be taken seriously and, and you know, people are going to implement, they've got to, they've got to have a lot more skin in the game. Um, they've got to pay more money. They've got to do this. They've got to do that. It's a whole bunch of bullshit. Uh, you can have people like, so I'm in a program at the moment. I think I shared with you guys yesterday. I'm eating vegan for the next two months, working out, uh, following this, this eating plan and this exercise regime. And I'm feeling really great actually. And, um, I'm like, I can do fucking anything for two months. When I was reading through the sales page, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be like $500 or $1,000 for this couple of months. And I'm looking through and I'm like, you know, okay, well, if it's about $500, you know, am I committed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that will work. And then it was like $50. I'm like, shut the fuck up and take my money. <laughs> this is insane. I'm totally in, totally, totally in. So, and, and this woman, I view her as being an industry leader. I view her as being a complete badass. You know, my point with that is that you don't have to, or you shouldn't have to just charge high ticket or higher prices because you think that it's going to impact your positioning or because you think it's going to impact your position in the hierarchy of the industry. No one outside of the people in your industry give a flying fuck about the hierarchy of an industry, right? No one else cares. The, the potential clients don't really care. What they care about is feeling connected to you and them being able to see that you can actually help them, right? They don't give a flying shit whether you're the number one salesperson in the region or whatever, they don't care. So the only people that really matter is what your, what your people think and what your people see. So there was all of these shoulds, right? Should I advertise? So this is another, another um, conversation point that, that came out of a session. Um, I used to spend between $250 and $300 a day on Facebook advertising. It worked, it was amazing. It, I still advocate for Facebook ads, they're amazing, they're super targeted, they're, they're super helpful. Hey Sarah, they're, they're really, really awesome and they're really, really excellent. However, uh, the way that my, my client articulated it this morning was like, you know, you, you, it, it can end up being this big machine that you're just constantly feeding in order to get to where you want to be but is it actually really where you want to be and and i'd made that this decision going back um a few years ago that you know what well, i don't i don't want to be that that's not how i want this to be i don't want to i don't want to run my business this way i don't want to live my life this way and so i made changes but mentors were like oh but you should do this and you should do this and you should have to do this and you know every every man and his dog has got a should that you should do and to me, the best thing I ever did was turn everything off. Was turn everything off and just come back and go, all right, what would be fun to run? What would be fun to do? What would be fun to create? What would be helpful? 
to create? What would be helpful to do? You guys, these days I spend like 25 bucks a day on Facebook ads. I might spend a little bit more if I'm if, if there's something that I'm like, you know what, it feels really aligned to promote this, then I'll do that. But I don't, I don't spend very much money at all. I'm still working all over the world with people. I'm still doing everything that I've always been doing. I'm not back at a million dollars a year yet. Uh, but I've, I've got lifestyle. I'm free to make choices that I want to make. Uh, one of the other questions, you know, we're talking about shoulds, right, is, is when it comes to running online programs. Now, I don't know how many of you want to run online programs. I suspect probably most of you. Um, a lot of people who follow me are like, yes, I need to be more visible because I want to sell online programs. I want to have leverage. I want to reach more people. I want to work with people all around the world. I don't want to always do my work one-on-one, -on -one, right? And if you think about it, there's a whole lot of shoulds in the online world as well, where you should have an evergreen program, you should have a self-study, you should deliver it live, you should deliver it on Zoom, you should deliver it in person. Have me, you should be doing live events, you should be doing this. I'm like, fuck that. The thing to come back to, again, is to test and play. Work out what feels really good for you. Something I shared with my client earlier was that I, I really thrive with running things live. I love it. I love doing my coffee runs. I love connecting with you guys. I hope you love connecting with me. You don't always talk to me, which, you know, makes me a little bit sad. Um, I really like it when you all comment. But aside from that, it's okay. I won't take it personally. Don't worry. Uh, just send coffee. Oh, presents to say thank you. That's fine. Um, no, just kidding. You know, the, the thing with running your programs is what, you know, you've, you've got to have, I can tell you what I've done that's worked really well. Somebody else can tell you what they have done that has worked really well. And that's really awesome and important and excellent information. And that is the whole fucking point of hiring a mentor, right? Is so that you can shortcut your progress shortcut your learning and accelerate your results. That is the whole point. If you buy an online program, that's the reason, is you want to learn something that you didn't already know. Oh, thank you, Rebecca. I really appreciate it. She said, I'm here and I love it too. Mwah, love to you. The, the thing is, is that just because the way that I do things work really well for me and it feeds me, uh, it doesn't mean that it's gonna work for you. Like you've got to, you've got to try stuff. So I used to deliver things pre-recorded, not, not, not my live streams and stuff, but my blogs all used to be pre-recorded. My, um, the, the training that I used to deliver, bits of it used to be pre-recorded. And I just decided at the start of, uh, end of, end of 2017, start of 2018, I'm like, you know what, screw this. I've just got to try and have some fun, right? I've got to have fun. Yes, Rebecca, coffee and presents, it will get you everywhere. Trust me. <laughs> Did you hear that, Dom? Coffee and presents. <laughs> there'll be no coffee and there'll be no presents. It's very unfortunate. But the thing that you've got to remember is you've got to try playing. So I was, I was, um, and testing and measuring. Everything was pre-recorded, and I felt really disconnected. Part of the reason that I really love doing the coffee runs is because I feel connected to you. Hi, Jill. How are you? I feel really connected to you guys. I feel like even if we, you know, we're not really talking, that if I can offer something that's helpful for you, and if I can cut through the noise and give you like one gold nugget a day um, or a week, you know, my job here is done. I'm freaking happy. 
I deliver my programs live because they fuel me, they keep that connection going, and I love it, right? Not everyone is going to do that. Lots of people are like, nah, I just wanna, um, I just wanna have my online course rolling over, ticking on the background so that I can go hang down the beach with my family and my kids and not worry about doing anything. I would go fucking crazy. I would go crazy. I've tried it. I've tried not doing anything. I don't function well. It kind of leads me if I'm if I don't like when I don't feel connected in it, and part of the reason I delivered things live is to help you guys get results as well. But a big part of it is is for me to um, get the inspiration and the motivation and, and things like that to really just be like you know bang I'm you know I'm being of service today. I'm helping today. Like this fucking rocks. If I don't have that, it, it leads to kind of like this apathy. It's like, it's not depression, but it's kind of like depression where I feel like I, I you know, I, I don't know what's going on in your world. I don't know how it's going. I don't know how your results are going. I don't know where you're up to. And I really love that. I really love hearing where people are at with, when they're learning and with what they're, with what they're doing. Oh, Jill, I'm glad that you're good. I miss you too. Wah, stupid Corona. It sucks. Bloody Corona. So the, the best advice that I can give you, I think, and, you know, in 10 years' time, maybe I'll be giving you different advice. Who the heck knows? Because 10 years ago, I would not have said this. 10 years ago, I would have said, know your numbers, think of something that you can sell for four grand, four, five, six grand, pump that through, get 83 people a year that you can help, and, you know, you make half a million dollars um, a year. That was my, that was kind of like my mantra. That was the thing that I would always do. And I helped a lot of people doing that. But for me, what really changed was going, all right, well, I'm just going to, there's got to be a better way. Um, I burnt out again. I became very disenfranchised. I decided that I didn't want to run my business. If this is how business needed to be run, this is not that long ago, you guys. This is just like the end of 2017. It was like, if this is how business needs to be run, fuck it, you can jam it. I'll go and renovate houses. I'm not interested in, in doing business in this way. It was hard. It felt like hard slog. I'm passionate about marketing and I'm passionate about human behavior and I'm passionate about emotional connection. And, you know, I'm passionate about helping and teaching and training and educating and motivating and inspiring, but not at that cost. It was just, it was horrible. And so the shoulds were how about you do it in the way that will feel good? And I wonder what would happen if things flowed from there. And it was one of the biggest turning points, I think, of, of my life, actually, um, where it's just like, you know what, if, if, I can, if I can do this and if I, can, if I can have fun and if I can help people get results without spending a ton of money on ads, without having to sit there and do webinar after webinar after webinar after webinar after webinar after webinar twice a week and then sometimes three times a week saying the same thing over and over again, if I can run different courses that I'm passionate about, that are fun, or run no courses, then you know if I can if I can make this work and and you know make a really great living out of it and help a lot of people along the way, then you know I'm in for that. Let's give it a whirl, and it fucking worked. You know, I I still I I still to this day, I'm just like I look back at the last two and a half years and I'm like, holy crap you know, how much freedom I have. I had no freedom before. I was chained to the phone. I was chained to the computer. I was chained to everything. Um, it's a really different polar polar opposite, actually, to how I, how I felt going back maybe even five years ago. 
So the big piece of advice for you today is get rid of the shoulds. If you think that you should do something, come back and go, well, is that actually true? Do I, do I really should have to do this? Because I don't know if I do. Uh, you know, if you feel like you should price something at something because you're you're looking at other market leaders, you know, blah, blah. Or if you're looking at other competitors, which is a bunch of bullshit. Like if you're looking at everybody else, like just put that aside and go, how much do I feel like I should charge for this? What feels right? What feels aligned? What feels a no-brainer price? Like that program that I'm saying, you know, 50 bucks, shut up and take my money. How can you create a shut up and take my money feeling for you and for your people? And, and, you know, how can you shift this energy? Because when you step into flow, when you step into that um, beautiful divine way of you doing what you do, the magic happens. I promise you, it clicks in and it can take a little bit for the momentum to build. But if you've been thinking that there's a better way, there probably is. That's my wise, wise words for you today. Uh, Jill, congratulations on your book. How exciting. Oh my God. I can completely relate to the feeling of a book being finished, as you well know. Uh, very exciting. All right, you guys, I'm going to love you and leave you. If you have any questions about the shoulds or anything else to do with visibility, marketing into the spotlight, like anything at all, just ask me anything. And if I can answer for you, I absolutely will. But in the meantime, rock on, go on and get yourself out there, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And remember the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I will see you tomorrow.